Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, and one more thing. While we're talking about SEC stuff, I totally forgot to mention this in that SEC conversation. So one of the big talking points is whether or not Lane Kiffin should go to Auburn. Obviously, he's currently at Ole Miss. They're currently, I think, number 12 in the college football playoff rankings. They've had a good year. Yeah, they lost to Bama. Yeah, they lost to LSU. If we're being real about what Ole Miss is, that's who Ole Miss should be at this point in their existence. A team that on on some years upsets the big dogs, but for the most part should be a nine-win team that's better than a Mississippi State, better than the Kentuckys, better than the Vandys, better than South Carolina. Like If you're looking at a, higher, uh, a hierarchy in the SEC, obviously right now it would be Bama, Georgia, and those are the two big dogs. And after you get to that, you'd have your LSUs, you know you say Florida, but Florida's for the most part been you know mediocre for the last you know good number of years. So that's why they've had what three or four different coaches now since Herb. So that's a factor that you take into it as well. But I'd put LSU in that next tier behind Georgia and Alabama, especially with Brian Kelly there now. And then you look around the rest of the SEC and you kind of go, I mean, is Auburn worth a damn? No, they keep firing coaches. Mississippi State, they're about an eight-win team every year. That's kind of who they are. They might surprise you and win 10 some years. Kentucky is what it is. Vandy is what it is. South Carolina is what it is. Mizzou is what it is. Um, you know, Arkansas is fine. They might surprise you with a 10-win year, but they're an eight-win type of program. I think that's kind of who they are, eight, nine wins uh, max type of school. Like, that's who you're dealing with, right? And Ole Miss is one of those type of schools that, with a good coach, should win eight, nine games every year. You know, you probably lose to Alabama, probably lose to Georgia, probably lose to LSU. But you should, with a good coach and the type of recruiting they're doing, be able to go and win eight or nine games every year. And I think the people there would be content with winning eight or nine games every year. They should be content with winning eight or nine games every year because, I mean, for the most part, it's a throwaway program that's never really been a huge contender in the modern era, right? So there's little pressure there, right? What does Kiffin make? I think he makes six, seven million dollars a year. Pretty good change for a guy working at a place where, honestly, eight, nine wins, really nine. Like, let's put nine there. If you can consistently win nine games, which means you're winning your out-of-conference games, which means you're beating the teams you should beat and maybe occasionally steal an upset over somebody you shouldn't, then you're set there. They love you there. They love your attitude. They love your personality. There's no need to go anywhere. Like, I've lived in those situations before, too. Like, you get offered jobs, and there might be more money at these jobs, but there's also something to be said about comfort, stability, expectations, right? 
the expectations at Ole Miss, while they're maybe higher than they were at one point, you like this year will be considered a successful year for Ole Miss. Sucks they lost uh, on the road to LSU. Sucks they lost at home to Alabama. But outside of that, let's say they're a 10-win team. It's a hell of a year for Ole Miss. They're going to win the Egg Bowl, and they're going to have a hell of a year and go to a good bowl game. And by the way, it gets easier to keep these coaches around when there's the college football playoff expansion coming up. And right now, they'd be right there on the cusp. You know, there'd be an argument for Ole Miss to be a uh, a borderline bubble team, if you wanted to call it that, for the college football playoff expanded playoff. So he's set there. So why, if you're Lane Kiffin, when you've got a bird in a hand? Let me give you an example. So my dad um, had a job uh, for a long time, worked at a radio station for like 14 years in Baton Rouge. And there was always this other radio station that tried to hire him. And he'd always say no, and they'd offer him more money, and they'd give him all this stuff. And he'd say, no, I don't want to do it. And I'd always ask him why. I'd say, Dad, why don't you just go take that job? They're paying you more money. You hate your job you have anyway. He goes, well, you know, Josh, if I take that job, then that job is gone. That option is no longer there. So why would I leave what I have now where I'm pretty comfortable and go somewhere that's completely new that could totally bomb out? Then both places are off for me, and I'm done. Now, of course, Dad eventually got fired at the job he was at, and then they never hired him at this other place. But anyway, they, they stopped wanting him once he didn't have a job. But the point still kind of remains, and it, it makes sense in this. Why go somewhere unless it is a 100% slam-dunk improvement over what you had in terms of improvement over helping you win, improvement over job security, improvement when it comes to money, stability, all that, recruiting? All right, well, let's look at recruiting. Well, you can recruit well at Auburn. But you're competing against Nick Saban, who's still going to be around a while. That's a killer. That's a dud. That's your immediate rival. And that guy's got the advantage over you. So mark that one off. Money. You make pretty damn good money to be the coach at Ole Miss. You make like $7 million a year. Well, what if they give him 10 to coach at Auburn? Is it worth it knowing that there's a better possibility that you're getting whacked faster over there? You could probably have the Ole Miss job as long as you want it. They're glad to have you. They're thrilled to have you. Auburn is looking to fire coaches because they've got wacko boosters and they're paying out millions of dollars in buyouts for everybody because they fire people every three or four years. They fire people who win national championships. They fire people who compete for national championships. And I get that the SEC is a tough world. I get that that's going to be everywhere. I mean, LSU fired a national championship coach. Totally get it. I get it. But you go to Auburn, you're competing against Saban, and that's your direct rival. You have to recruit against him. The money's not going to be exponentially better. Now, if someone says, hey, we'll give you 15 mil a year versus seven, okay. But if we're talking eight mil versus seven mil, when you could have the one job making seven mil forever and can hit your bonuses and make more money, then I think the job you currently have is better. Then you look at the pressure. The pressure when they're going to bring you in and pay you super duper bucks at Auburn is going to be for you to win fucking fast and win big and start beating Bama and everybody else. You don't do that. See you later. Auburn's not a good job. Auburn seems good. It's got a good name and hey, it's Auburn and a hundred thousand seat stadium and Jordan Hare. It all sounds good, but it is a terrible job. You've made Ole Miss a very good job. You know, Hugh Freeze was there before you. It was a good job when you inherited it. Pretty good. It's a very good job. Now you've done a hell of a job. What you do is you sit back and you go, all right, well, what can I do? Well, you wait for Nick Saban to go away, and then that changes everything. When Saban's gone, it changes the entire landscape of the SEC. Maybe Alabama's picking up the phone calling you to replace Nick Saban. But you don't want to go to Auburn and fail. 
And right now, Auburn feels like a place that you are guaranteed to go to fail. Any coach would be guaranteed to fail there because the expectations will be ridiculous. You will not be able to meet those expectations. And they have a history of whacking people very quickly when that happens. And the boosters are very much meddlers. So stay the hell out of that. Get out of that game. Stay at Ole Miss. Now, if a really amazing job opens up, go. But you're in the SEC. You're at a school where they don't expect you to win 12 every year. You're making a shit ton of money, and you're always going to be coveted by people. Every time there's a big opening, your name's mentioned. You're in a perfect spot. There is no need to go to Auburn. 